What's going on, guys? It's your hobby, David. St. Clair Speaks. You are now tuned in to the St. Clair Speaks show. What's going on, guys? It's your hobby, David. St. Clair Speaks. And you are now tuned in to the St. Clair Speaks show. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast on platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything that you need in a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app and start your journey today. It's that time. There you go. And I apologize. They are jackhammering right outside of my window. This just started and it's crazy. No worries, Leslie. I am, uh, first things first, I want to say thank you for getting on this call today. I'm excited to talk to you more now than ever. I apologize for the background noise. My, um, my daughter is turning one tomorrow. Okay, and, have fun, fun, fun. Yeah, it's really, uh, what's really interesting now is the conversation I'm going to have with you, and just, just where we're at now, of course, with COVID-19 and everything, um, I'm really excited. So again, uh, thank you for you know spending time with me today. I really appreciate it, and I apologize for before. Oh, that's okay. That happens. That that actually today I had booked what I thought were meetings, not back to back. That ended up one of the first one went over, and anyway, I I haven't had couple that happened today actually that I had to get on a meeting and say I'm sorry I only have a couple minutes. <laughs> so. Right. I wanted to dive right into it. Um, I know you're recording. I want to really share this content with you today because do you mind if I, I guess I'm sorry do you mind if I record um, no 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 I honestly wanted to record today but I'm having all of a sudden Leslie I decided I want to do a podcast and all of a sudden my laptop's give, having all these technical issues I'm like um it's the devil I'm on to something is what it is I'm really on to something exactly. there are <laughs> obstacles in your way for a reason yes um I really wanted to dive into it I really want to talk about uh brand marketing this is stuff that i've talked about uh with my mentor before but now just i'm seeing a lot of people double down on marketing right now what does this mean for small businesses you know i'm going to use supreme as an example you know supreme they're a little label it's like a little red box that's supreme people pay anywhere between 100 to say maybe 200 dollars a t-shirt because it says supreme so yes. I want to talk about the power of branding, um, how you could pretty much just take your brand to the next level. What separates your brand from, you know, just the average Joe, you know, their brand, how, how you could scale your, you know, your small business, what you should do, what you shouldn't do, you know, things to avoid, things in that nature. That's what I really want to uh, talk about today because I'm all about it. Well, awesome. Awesome. So where would you like to start? Well, I want to talk about, I really want to talk about, uh, let's start with, say, small businesses. You know, I'm noticing, you know, because I go to a gym that's a small business, not, not a big corporate uh, gym, and they're shutting down. So wh where do we go from here for the fitness professionals? Because I was a trainer for seven years. If I wanted to <clears throat> say I wanted to open up my own gym, I'm feeling a little bit more fearful now because of COVID-19 and what this does to small businesses, how can I navigate and use technology to my advantage? That's well, right now, I would say the best thing for a gym owner is to be using the time to get to know people. 
because I think like you and I today, the personal contact matters now more than ever. And personal being obviously over the internet because you can't meet with people in person. That doesn't mean you can't reach out to people like this in person. Um, for a gym owner, reaching out one-on-one -on -one is probably gonna be harder because you can't reach hundreds of people in a week because it's just too time consuming. But they can do things like making videos. I mean, that's a huge thing that they can send out, just for an example, a workout routine that people can do at home. And, and that's one of the first things. I mean, I know just for our experience, my family has just come off a 14-day mandatory quarantine um, where we couldn't even leave the house to run. And luckily, nobody was super, we had the virus, but we were very asymptomatic. And the first thing I asked my doctor, I'm like, I, I have to go run. He said, no, you can't leave your house. You might infect somebody else. And so for me, I was scrambling because it's like, oh, I, we have to, you know, we have to exercise. We weren't that bad. And so that's something that gym owners can do to send out to their members and prospective members. This is what you need to be doing right now at home. Here are exercises you can do. And I can tell you, I do, a, um, I'm part of a yoga community with, I don't know if you're familiar with yoga with Adrienne find what feels good movement. And she's got that down to a science to where she does videos on YouTube for people. And any gym owner could do this, create a series on YouTube. That's free. And that's the big thing. It's gotta be free right now to get people to like you. And, and once people get to know you and that's the way the, the yoga with Adrian community works, I now pay for the app that I use, but I started off on YouTube. And so if they start on YouTube and, and reach out to people, reach out to their, start with their members, definitely, because you've got that built-in audience. Um, hopefully they've got their members' emails at least to where they can say, or Facebook group, but I would say you want to reach out via email and say, you know, since you can't come to the gym right now, here are some resources we've put together for you and, you know, workout routines, healthy eating, you know, whatever they have, any resource they can put together for people who cannot come to the gym, who are used to coming to the gym, that's one. And they might want to, and I'm just thinking off the top of my head, a way to build communities, because that's the other thing, going to the gym, you have your community. So right. maybe there's some kind of online, I don't know what, um, something you could build. And, and I'm, I guess what crossed my mind was maybe virtual coffees or virtual workout sessions. I don't know if that would work, but something to where those people who are used to seeing each other at 6 a.m. still keep up with each other. Right. And you could tell me if that makes sense at all. It makes tons of sense. Ton of sense. I think, you know, when you said, um, you know, the gym owners reaching out to the members, really get to know who's coming to your gym four to five times a week. Right. Right. You know, you need, if you don't know me, for example, I'm going to use this gym. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure they know my name, but using them as a reference point. But if I come to this gym, Lord, I spend $20 a month for six years. I'm here six times a week for three hours and you don't know my name? You got a problem. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to buy your shirts, your hoodies. I'm not going to buy anything. You don't know my name. I spent a lot of money. Um, so yeah, that's, that's how I look at it as well which is really exciting because with fitness, what I've learned, I was a stay at home dad for 10 months prior to quarantine. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just twiddling my thumbs, looking around, uh, being bored, looking for different ways for me to stretch myself as far as just a brand and a business. I decided that, <clears throat> excuse me, fitness wasn't 
the route I wanted to go anymore. I really wanted to pursue my speaking career head on. So of course, in these times of being in quarantine, I decided to, you know, create my own podcast so I could talk to like-minded individuals, of course, like yourself. So, you know, with business owners, you know, adjusting, you know, some people are really good with technology, some aren't. So what would you recommend to, you know, say those small businesses who just recently shut down or that's not really good with Instagram and how to market? What should they do? Some aren't even familiar with LinkedIn. Like again, I, I didn't even mention this. Neither of us mentioned this, but we met and connected on LinkedIn. Yes. You know, so let's talk about that too. I want to, I want to talk about that. I would say hopefully a gym owner has an email list. That's where I would start. Um, If you don't have an email list, you're going to have to backtrack a lot, but surely they have some, however they are used to contacting their members. And hopefully it's not just who has walked in the door. Um, But I would say whatever's simplest And that's where, you know, a lot of people will say, oh, you need this funnel, you need all this complicated stuff, and you don't. You need to start with whatever is absolutely the simplest, an email list of your members. That's most people can do. And if you can't, you know, you can hire a virtual assistant to help you put together an email. And and it doesn't even have to be a complicated online platform. It can be something in Outlook or Thunderbird or whatever you have to send out an email. That's, that's the starting point. Now, if you're a little more comfortable with technology, I would recommend you import your email into something like Constant Contact, MailChimp. I mean, there's several platforms and, and there's many out there that you could look at to see what you're most comfortable with. A lot of them are free up to about 2,000 members or 2,000 emails. So again, that's a super low cost way to enter into it. Um, but the main thing you want to do is you need to reach out to people, even if it's just to say, Hey, we're, we're closed, but we're thinking about you. It doesn't have to be complicated at all. These, you know, just, just a hi, how are you? We're still, you know, we're planning on coming back a reach out email. That would be the first thing. The second is putting stuff on video and anyone can do that with their phone. You can do it with zoom. You can get a free zoom account. And, and like we're doing today, you can either interview somebody um, and, and film it in the background, record it in the background, or you just turn on Zoom and record it while you're talking. And the reason I like Zoom is because it has the mirroring effect, so you're not backwards on the video. It also has the, the touch up a little bit. I mean, it's not, a, it's not super noticeable of a filter, but there is a touch up filter with Zoom. So that is all built in and it's easy. You, you sit in front of your computer, you turn, the, you, know, you turn the meeting on, you schedule, start a meeting and you start talking or you put it on your phone and you start talking and you record it in the background. And I would suggest for a gym owner, maybe get some of your top trainers and maybe get three or four trainers, depending on how big you are, to do a full workout that people can follow every day. Um, and once you do that, you put it on YouTube because again, that's free. And then you send out an email to your list. Hey, we've got these up on, we have these on YouTube, subscribe to our channel and you, you create a YouTube channel. And that's also super easy um, or relatively easy. You, you follow directions on YouTube and you suddenly you've got a way to connect to people and you do that consistently. If you can't do it every day, three days a week, but every day is best. And especially if, you're closed 
right. what are you doing right now? You know, exactly. That's <laughs> find it. A, but find a way to stay in front of your members every single day. And there are a lot of things technology wise that you can do that are basically free or very low mm -hmm. cost to start with. Mm -hmm. I kind of, I, I, I'm using as a reference point, as I'm speaking with you is, you know, your headline on LinkedIn, you know, marketing, sales, coaching. So I really want to dive into sales and coaching because, you know, my podcast show is called the St. Clair Speak Show and I'm really big on marketing. My brand here is Up by Fitness, fitness uh -huh. professional for seven years. So now I have this whole umbrella concept that I kind of want to share with you um, behind the way I'm going about, you know, just my marketing and just double downing on everything right now. I realized, Leslie, that I'm a greater entrepreneur than I could ever be an employee to a company. When I was 14, I'm going to share this with you, I bought a box of candy from BJ's for $15. Mm -hmm. And I sold each piece of candy. There were 30 pieces of candy in there. I sold each piece of candy for $2. I made 60 bucks. But I did not know, I did not know that entrepreneur seed was being planted in me at that time. I also sold comedy tickets in Times Square, New York City for seven years in the streets for five to, um, in, for seven years in five to 10 degree weather. You know, my gift for gab ability has created, you know, countless opportunities for me. I'm also a speaker as well. Um, and I'm also writing a book. My first book is called Sweats to Suits. It's releasing on my birthday, July 6th. I decided to put my foot in the gas with the book because around this time last year, I woke up on my birthday and I'll be honest with you, I was depressed. I was letting fear rob me of the opportunity of doing this. I was believing in the blueprint of the corporate, uh, you know, the corporate franchise gyms that I worked for. And they were telling, in my mind, I was receiving that I was less than what I could actually put out. And I looked into my, I looked into myself one day and I said, okay, I got more to give. I believe in what I'm doing, but I failed so many times, Leslie, to be honest with you. I failed so much times. I feel like I was the right person in the wrong place for so long, being on Instagram and using Instagram and Facebook for so for for example, but the second I got on LinkedIn, I realized, I'm like, wait, I'm, there's not, nothing wrong with me. I was just connecting and talking to the wrong people. So what can you tell, what can you say to someone like me who's failed countless times again and again? I'm still going, you know, but there is more yahabis out there that, that haven't lost their enthusiasm behind pursuing something that's larger than them. Now I'm trying webinars, I'm doing calls and all these other things, but what's something that you could, you know, say to someone like me or other people who's experiencing the same thing? Well, one, don't give up. That's the biggest thing. Cause you give up, you're done. I mean, why? And, and we've all heard the stories about people, you know, the, the story about digging for gold and stopping three feet from that massive, you know, deposit. And, and I think most people are the same place. If you give up, you're done. I mean, that's, right. that's it. So that's the first thing. And also, you know, Einstein said it, he had not failed. He found a thousand ways it didn't work. And I think that's one of the other things for online selling, online marketing. Every guru will tell you my way is the only way you've got to follow this and it should work for you. And if my way doesn't work for you, then obviously you're just not cut out for this. And that is so baloney. Every, there are so many, everybody has their own style and what works for that marketing guru that's their style it's not yours and and just like you found on facebook and instagram that didn't work for you linkedin does i i learned the same thing and in in my experience when i shifted my business to online a couple of years ago my work had always been word of mouth for the first 16 years of my business 
straight up word of mouth. Um, I ghosted for several PR firms. And as PR firms work started drying up, my word of mouth business dried up. And so I moved to online and I felt like I was beating my head against the wall trying to get, you know, they tell you get, be loud in Facebook groups and you should get noticed, become an authority. And I know what I'm doing. I've been doing this for 30 years, but I felt like I was shouting into a hurricane. I mean, it was just impossible to get people to listen to me. And I realized that I had followed this coach and paid him a lot of money and was trying to follow their style. And their style was so much different than my own personality that I wasn't showing up as myself. And mm. that's the other thing. If you show up as yourself, if you try to be somebody else, it's never going to work because you're going to feel like an imposter and it's going to come through in what you're saying that you're not, it, people will pick up. You're just not quite being honest. And it's not that you're being dishonest, but you're trying to be something that you're not. And yeah. other people pick that up and may not get that it's imposter syndrome. They may think you're lying. So that's the next thing. You have to find your own style. And like you and I learned on LinkedIn, for me, LinkedIn is it. I, it's, I have zero problem connecting with people on LinkedIn because this is my style. I'm introverted. I don't like talking to a whole bunch of people on, in a Facebook group, unless it's my Facebook group. But it's, this fits my style. And, and just like you found, it works for you. Everybody has different needs. And so that's what I would say. One, don't give up. Two, figure out what works for you. And it's a lot of trial and error. There is not mm -hmm. one way of doing it. You have to try a little bit of everything. Um, right. and, and that's what I encourage people. But the other thing is knowing clearly, extremely clearly, who you're trying to serve, who you want to serve, what, what need you fulfill. And... Um, and who, I mean, who you want to connect with and your messaging to them. And that's the other thing. If you don't have that clear, you're wasting time right. because there are, there's, there is still, even on LinkedIn, so much noise out there. And if you're trying to be everything to everybody, you're not, you're, you just, you don't have the, very few people have that kind of marketing and ad budget to be everything to everybody, to, to put enough money into your ads that you rise above the noise. But if you are, talking to a very specific niche and you have a solution that you provide to that person and you know the language they use to describe their problem. If you use that in their messaging, suddenly you, you say something in a post and the person that you're trying to reach reads your post and they think you're talking straight to them. They recognize themselves. They hear the language and it just, it's like, Oh wait, she can help me. She can fix me. And, um, and that's what you want. You want to try to find exact, very narrowly defined who your target audience is. Um, and, and that's a much easier way to market than trying to just go wide across the board to everybody. And I've had clients argue with me. They, they say, well, if I, you know, I want to market. And last week I had a client um, who was doing a yard certification program, which is, this is a hard time to be doing it. And I said, who do you want to market to? And she said, everybody in Chattanooga. I said, okay, you can't afford that. You absolutely cannot afford to blanket the whole city, 400,000 people with a direct mail campaign. So let's go, you know, what, what can you afford? And we finally narrowed it down to two neighborhoods. And that's really all she needs for the year. But she was trying to do way big 
And, and that's the other thing I tell people, you know, how many clients do you need a year or how many clients do you need a month? And when you switch it from, Oh, I have to reach everybody to, Oh, I only need, say you only need 10 clients a month. Then you back up from that. You probably are going to want to talk to a hundred people, but still that's a much easier formula to, to build into. And it's not near as overwhelming. No, it's powerful. Uh, what do they say? Those who fail to plan, plan to fail. But, right. you know, to, to piggyback on what you said about, you know, just being yourself, you were trying something and you didn't feel like yourself. That's exactly how I felt about fitness for the last, I would say, maybe three, four years. The love just died, you know, and I'm trying to hold on to something, you know, something that wasn't me because I'm working for the fitness. You know, I can't just say, I can't just say that. Let me take that back because corporate working for corporations made me hate fitness because everything was numbers 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 that we were forgetting about you know the actual relationship so when it came down to it i just helped my client lose 100 pounds but you're about to get billed 600 and you you agreed to 425 but the gym's saying you owe 600 and now you're upset at me so that relationship yeah. is you know so it made me left a bad taste in my mouth but it kind of it showed me the importance of numbers and relationships as well. So what can you, what would you say to an employee, someone who just lost their job that wants to, you know, maybe start something small as a startup or a solo entrepreneur, what can they do right now to navigate through these times moving forward? Dream. Really? This is the time to dream. What do you want to do? What in perfect world five years from now would you be doing because that's what's going to tell you what you want to do i could I, I could honestly tell you where, where i see myself i could tell you where i see myself by the age of 80 i honestly want to tour the world on cruise ships and write stories write children's books i want to write a series of books so that that's honestly where i see myself at the age of 80 so in the next five years yeah, something something similar, but mm -hmm. long term, that's where that's where I want to go. But holding on to a vision in the future is going to really make you own your presence. So I could honestly understand um, just exactly what you're saying in that own regard. You mentioned something I kind of want to piggyback on as well. You mentioned as far as it's like you're yelling in a hurricane. You feel like with uh, you know some of these social platforms. To be quite honest with you, and I don't want anyone to take offense to this when they hear it the, the, for the first time. But when I'm on Instagram Leslie. And on Facebook, I feel like I'm dumbing down my messages and I don't like doing that. And the people that I, the, the, my following on Instagram and Facebook is pretty interesting because, you know, my upbringing, you know, I grew up on privilege, so I come from the hood. So these are the people that follow me and I'm not really talking their language. You know what I'm saying? So how can I deliver the same message I'm giving on LinkedIn. Should I just give you that raw, that real, or should I just dumb it down? No, because, well, it, it depends on who you're trying to reach. If I don't like, well, I'll tell you what, I'm trying to reach, you know, for me, I'm not going to live here. For, I'm not going to be here forever. My words will. I want to reach as much people as possible, especially, you know, uh, millennials in my age group, uh, the younger mm -hmm. generation, and, you know, of course, you know, the older generation as well. Um, but with Instagram, it just seems like I have to go about, I have to go about, you know, motivational speaking in a way as, yo, get up, bro. It's that time. You know what I'm saying? Rather than on LinkedIn, I'm like this, guys, today's the day for you. You understand what I'm like? You, you see you the know, difference? 
I would say don't dumb it down on LinkedIn. Be yourself. Okay. Do what you're doing on what you're doing on LinkedIn, do on Instagram and see what happens. I think your followers might surprise you. I you think, might I think bring them up so to the, I, I really do. I think where, you know, whereas you, you, we do talk differently on LinkedIn because it's a professional platform, but people are people and they're going to rise. You know, people always rise to whatever circumstances they're in almost always. So you put people in a circumstance where you're talking to them that way and see how they respond. I, I'm going to bet that you might lose some, but others will step up and recognize that you're treating them differently and they're going to respect you more for that. I rather, I rather people love me for who I am than love me for who I'm not because I cannot keep up with lies. Right. I'm going to get tired and worn out. So this is what you get. Some days I'm great. Some days I suck. But in reality, this is me on a plate. This is this is who I am. Mm -hmm. um, so I could definitely I could definitely understand to that. But <clears throat> I kind of want to piggyback on another thing that you mentioned. Sure, sure. Um, you know, just setting just setting like those little goals. Maybe two clients a, two clients a week, ten clients a month, or whatever the case may be. I remember my mentor told me this line. You know, turn your mountains and turn your mountains into hills. Um, how what would what would you tell someone who's never had this much free time right now? I mean, of course, you know, you mentioned dream, but what are some tips that you would share with someone who's looking to create a routine? Because creating a routine could be pretty hard. You know, I wake up at 5 a.m. I come right here to this desk. My bed's right here. And um, I'm here some days from 5 a.m. to 11 o'clock at night. And I have it envisioned on my goal board that my day is not done until everything I need to do is done. So what would you say to someone or your clients or, or anyone that's looking to establish a consistent routine and break out of this self-sabotaging behavior, which happens when we get closer to our goals, speaking from experience. Write it down. And that's, I do the same thing. I mean, even though I've worked from home for years, once my, ch I have three kids and I have one home from college. Once they were here, everything changed and it, it, it threw even my schedule in an uproar just because I'm getting up, taking people to school, <laughs> you know, coming home, that whole, all of that changed. So I had to step back and write down what I wanted to do. And I have a written list that, because it's easy to forget. If you don't have it in writing, it's super easy to forget. Oh yeah, I had planned to get up and go run this morning. You know, and, and for me, I know my triggers. Once I sit down at my desk, I'm not going to go run. I don't care if I have yoga clothes on or not, or running clothes. Once I'm here, that I'm done. I'm, I'm here for the day. So I've learned, I get up, I either do yoga or run and meditate before I ever open my computer, before I check email, before I check social media, because I know my triggers. Some people are able to, to do all of that and then go exercise or do whatever their morning routine is. But I do think you have to have a morning routine because that sets the stage for the rest of your day. And, um, and I know for me, it, has to involve exercise and meditation. And I think everybody should, well, everybody needs to exercise. That's a, that's a right. given. Not everybody can do it first thing in the morning, but you need to have your schedule and at, at the minimum every morning, spend time clearing your head. If you're not into meditation, find another way to, to clear your head or pray 
or just get your mind focused and remember why you're doing what you're doing. Um, that's my other big thing. You know, I have not only goals for my business, but I know why I do what I do. I have my family that I provide for. I have things I want to do with my life. And I have all of that written down in a, in a morning motivation statement that I read to myself every single morning because that reminds me, once you have your why, and I think it's Simon Sinek that said that, you need your why to drive you. And, but for me, and I think anybody, it's easy to forget that day in, day out, or maybe not forget it, but it's easy to let it not be on the forefront. But if you have the reason you're doing this at the forefront of your mind, it's a whole lot easier to motivate yourself to do the harder things in business, like, you know, reaching out to prospects or putting together a business plan or whatever it is that, that you need to do in front of you. There's always going to be that one thing that you're going to push away because it's outside your comfort zone, unless you've got your why. And so I would say the, the, you set the stage for your day with whatever you do in the morning. And, um, and that's just like, just like you're selling styles on social media, that's individual to everybody. Um, some people need to work out in the morning. Some people don't. It really just depends on what fits you. But the trick is to figure out what fits you, write it down and, um, and go from there. Spot on, spot on. You, you know, you mentioned, um, of course, exercise, meditation, you mentioned pray, which definitely caught my attention. So we're gonna, I want to double back on that because that's what I'm really big on. I'm really big on overall health, the physical, mental, and spiritual as far as this balance. Because with success, and I was actually talking to my brother-in-law about this yesterday, you know, when you have power and success and it's off balance, it shows, right. you know? So, and you might as well not have it because if, if you don't have balance, you're not going to be happy. Mm -hmm. And what's the point? You know, if it's, it's really the, our, our whole point of living, not that you want to, you know, go through every day, you know, be bopping around, but you should be happy. You should find satisfaction in what you're doing. And if you're not, you're doing something wrong. Right. I don't want to be, uh, one thing I told myself is I don't want to be a millionaire and depressed. Because, you know, from the outside looking in, I don't envy anyone because I don't know what you're going through and what you rumble with behind closed doors. But for me, there are times where I was feeling, and this was like a little earlier on, I was kind of guilt tripping myself because the more successful I would be coming with, you know, my business and where I'm going, the less time I spend with family. And it's like, you know, being a new dad, I look and I'm like, damn, she did, she just did something new. Like, I just did, like, <laughs> so. It's th that too, you know, talk about that because, you know, you know, you're big on family, you know, you talk about providing family. I just seen someone walk past. Yes. So how do you, how do you, um, how do you not guilt trip yourself, number one, and how do you balance that family time? Because that, you know, money, we could always get that back, but that time with family and the loved ones, how do you balance the time, that? The time with family, and that is hard, and it is, a, it's a struggle. I will say, um, I've had, I started my company when my oldest was three. And there have been times when I've gotten to the end of the day and thought, I really should have stopped work earlier. Um, and, and now that all my, my youngest is 14 now, I have 14, 16 and 21. And you have to make a daily effort. Like, and for me right now, my biggest thing is ending work at a certain time every day. 
I mean, because everybody's here and it's really easy to get into that. Oh, we see each other all day, but you don't really. I mean, if you're working, right. you're at your desk. And so it's something you have to make an effort every day. And um, I've slacked off on this for the longest time. It was we eat dinner at the table. Well, right now there's a big puzzle on my table, <laughs> taking up table space. So we eat in our family room, sometimes in front of a fire, sometimes not, but we do eat dinner together every single night. And that's, that is a, a non-negotiable for me, no matter what they have going on, they have to be there for dinner, either at the table or, or at the couch or wherever we are eating together. Um, and I think things like that, when you have rituals that, that your family knows, you know, this time is sacred. We're not interrupting this time, you know. Um, and also for us, we, we try to watch movies. Uh, right now, the, um, Andrew Lloyd Webber is putting his plays on every weekend for free for 48 hours. So last week we watched, when we watched Phantom of the Opera this week, and it'll be Les Mis. And my kids know that we have that to look forward to. Um, but it's, I, and I think every family has, you can find those little pockets of this is our family time. And especially right now we're all home. Um, right. it's just figuring out what you need, but finding that balance, but it's also not a, is it is about family, but you also have to find balance for yourself. Um, yeah. that old saying, <laughs> put on your, put on your own oxygen mask first. If you don't, you're going to, fall out. I mean, you, nobody can sustain, you know, even like you, you if you work from 5am to 11pm every day, within a couple of months, you're going to crash probably before I would crash way before then. Um, you have to take time for yourself. Um, right now with all of us coming off the virus, I'm getting nine hours of sleep a night and it's, I, I did it to combat the virus, but I think I'm going to do it forever because it's awesome. <laughs> it's, it right, feels yeah. so good. Um, and I may not, I mean, I, I imagine I will probably cut back on that, but just, just that simple thing of getting enough sleep, it helps you think it helps you become more productive and the time you put into self care, you get back in spades. I mean, you just, it, it's an, it, you, it's not wasted time and it's not even time away from work because you're making yourself better so that you can concentrate more. And it's the same thing with spending time with your family. If you have time that you know you're gonna spend time with your family, then you focus on them then, and you focus on work when you're at work. And then right now for everybody, that's a trick because you're trying to, but if you try to juggle both at the same time, you're gonna let both of them fall. Instead, if you focus on one here and then one here, you can find that balance. And I don't know if that makes sense, but. No, it, make, it makes sense because that was something I was struggling with before. I didn't have a routine going. I didn't know how I was gonna balance my time. You know, I would wake up, I would just sit here. I would work, 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 work. And then I would, you know, recap, I'm laying in bed and I'm thinking of, you know, how my day went and I'm like, okay, well, I spent this much hours working. I got this, I got over this hurdle. I made a breakthrough, but how much time did I spend with my daughter today? Well, not is not enough. So I had to learn how to really balance that out because I was feeling, honestly, I was feeling terrible before. And it really weighs you down when you don't address it and mm. you don't fix the issue. And I'm like, okay, this is important and here's why. Another thing I also want to talk to you about 
And this is another, this is something that I heard um, Charlemagne the God speak about before, but separating yourself from your, your brand, you know, cause my, my brand is, um, you know, I'm St. Clair Speaks. That's my mm -hmm. last name and I'm a speaker. St. Clair Speaks versus Yahavi St. Clair. Yes. How, how do you, you know what I mean? Detach that. I don't. Turn that off. Well, you to turn it off, that is different. I, but I do think, like, my, our, my company, Hair and Design, I am the face. There is no other face that people see, or rarely other face that people see. It's, it is me. Um, and I don't, I don't want to turn that off. However, well, no, not a however. Um, I think the trick on that, if you are the face of your brand and you are true to you, like, who you know your brand is who you are and and it's authentically you and you come through you need to power down like at the end of the day with your family and shut off the thinking mind but you don't need to separate to become a different person because you're who you are right Does that makes sense but yes. there is a there but that's not to say that you're on all the time i mean all nobody can be on all of the time but right. um but it's just a maybe a I don't know some people I've heard have a routine literally when they walk out their office door they shut you know like Mr. Rogers used to do change coats and that's mm -hmm. the signal to your brain we're we're leaving work now you know we're, I, we're, it's funny you say that because I actually legit do that with these glasses the second these glasses come off you know, like I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Yeah. But it's so, it's so, it's, that's so true. That's so spot on because that's, these are things, you know, these are questions that I've, you know, I've questioned uh, with myself, like, how can I create more time with this? Like, can not ever create more time, but how can I be more effective in my time by creating a schedule? I have a little scheduler in my book that I follow through with, but you know, these questions, um, the answers that you gave me, I really hope that this was extremely helpful for you know, those who tuned in and listened because this is extremely, really good information that you've actually shared with me, Leslie. I want to say thank you for spending time with me today. Um, thank you. Yeah. But this was, I, you, you know, you, you know, I'll be honest with you. you. You took me up here with it. You took me up here. <laughs> you took me up here with it. I'm really, um, I'm really excited again. I'm really excited because now more than ever being the brand, uh, you know, startups, a lot of things are happening right now. A lot of things are happening, um, not with just business, but with people. Breakthroughs are happening. People are beating addictions. People are beating depression. People are becoming more innovative. We're connecting. I'm more of an introvert, eh, kind of sometimes, but I'm a speaker, so it makes no sense. But even doing this for me before was a stretch. So I'm excited to do something like this today. And it just it's just a testament to you know, just where I'm going. And I'm really, again, thankful to speak and share this platform with you today. Well, thank you. I, I agree. And I think that's a silver lining of what we're going through, that there are so many people. One, it's become commonplace to reach out to people and say, hey, can we get together for a virtual chat? And that is an awesome development that I hope never goes away. I think yeah. people are less... I don't know, awkward about reaching out and just reaching out and saying, Hey, I'd like to talk to you. Um, and, and I think in the long run, we will have more personal touches throughout everything because of this. I, I 
Yeah, that too. I agree a hundred percent because people build brands, people, people build brands. Um, since we're still recording, I honestly want to share a strategy that I actually used first that sheet. Um, so I actually made my speaking debut at my, well, I can't find the, I can't find the paper right now, but I'm just going to use this as a reference point. But when I made my speaking debut at, you know, my high school as an alumni, um, one of the exercises that one of the teachers, you know, made all the students do was just write a letter to your future self in the next 10 years. Mm-hmm. You know, you write down a date and I kid you not, I did it on my birthday and I wanted to share with you. I swear I've seen it. I can't find the letter. But nonetheless, I remember, you know, writing it. I was writing it and I was over here and I was writing it out and I was like, okay, you just, you know, made your speaking debut. You're doing this now. You have 11 cents in your bank account, but you'll figure it out. You'll get through this. Tough times don't last. And I'm just giving myself all this encouragement. And I stumbled upon a letter the other day and I was just moved because I, I wrote something, a letter to myself in the next 10 years. And within a year, I'm looking at it like, wow. So that's just another tip that I would honestly share with everyone. Just write a letter to the future self and say, okay, today's date, this is currently your, you know, your life situation. What you could do about it is such and such. And go back and look at it for more motivation. Just keep on going because this is really big, Leslie. And um, where do you, what state do you, uh, what state do you live in? I am in Tennessee, just outside of Tennessee. Chattanooga, in the southeast you, corner. Because we're going to go live in studio, of course, once quarantine is over. I have a whole production team. And if you're, if you ever decided that you want to come out to Connecticut, I don't hesitate. Love to. I absolutely would love to. I am. I'm really excited that I have so much more questions I would love to ask you. But I really want to share um, these questions for when I actually get to meet you in person. So I'm really excited. Uh, let's let's stay in touch. I really think, I think, but I know that this piece of content is going to impact someone's life today. Well, I hope so. And thank you very much for giving me the opportunity to talk about it. Thank you. Now, Elsie, I want to ask for a favor. Okay. Um, I want to use. I'll, I'll probably like use like snippets of this. Uh, sure, sure. As far as this content. But what I would actually like, I just want to use the entire audio for my Spotify, my Spotify podcast channel. That is fantastic. What do you, you want me to send you? I know LinkedIn will give me three different files. Do you want me to send you all three of them? Um, yeah, either or, or you, if you want, I could send you my email. And what I'll do is I'll just use the audio from this video and I'll just upload it via Spotify. Then I'm going to use, I'm going to use actually two pieces of content. Um, of course, the regular visual as we have now. Mm-hmm and the audio for Spotify. Then what I'm going to do on that, of course, is I'm going to up, I'm put, definitely put the ads on this one because people need to hear this. Um, well, yeah. I love that. If you don't mind, just tag me in it. Um, and Hell if, yeah. Abs- um, but yes, I will send you, I'll send you, you the, 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 the file I get from Zoom and you can do whatever you want to with it. Perfect. Do you also have Instagram as well? Because <laughs> what I'm doing is I'm just going to, uh, I use Gary V's uh, pillar mm-hmm. as far as content. So I'm just going to stretch this on TikTok and everything. So if you have all the social platforms, you can message me as well. So I can tag you on um, all the social platforms that I use. I will do that. I will, um, in the email, I'll, I'll list where I, where I am. So if you don't mind, tagging awesome. me, that would be fantastic. Now, can I, if you can send me your email um, on LinkedIn and then I will okay. send it over to you. Perfect. I'll send it over right now, Leslie. Thank you again for this call. Thank you. 
I enjoyed it very much. Love talking to you. So thank you. Sounds All right. Bye-bye. Awesome.